It's here, three years in the making. Today is the day. I am so excited to announce that the 90-day daily planner and journal is now available for you. It's going to be such a game changer for you, for your schedule, for your mindset in 2024. I've created 222 pages with the intention to help you create 90 days of success. Each day is going to give you a fresh restart each morning for your mindset and your momentum because you're going to have a journal prompt right next to your daily plan. In this book, I've included daily journal prompts to help you get out of your own way and find momentum, daily planning pages to help you make it happen and stay consistent, weekly planning tools that really helps you make your to-do list feel doable, vision casting to help you align your plan with your values and make sure that the plan you're creating each day is getting to you to where you want to go. Plus, one of my favorite parts is the first week of the journal and planner. Each day, you're going to have a productivity tip for me, like I'm there coaching you through how to create this schedule to help you be effective and efficient in your business and your work so that you can enjoy more freedom in your life. It's like I'm right there with you, walking you through your plan each day. And this is all only for $37 right now. You get all of this goodness packed into a pretty little spiral bound, soft covered book that I know is going to be your new favorite part of your morning routine. It's time to decrease things that hold you back and increase the things that move you forward to that life that you want. And it all starts here with the 90 days of momentum, two in one planner and journal. Get yours now while they're available. Head to coach amberb.com backslash journal. Again, that's coach, C-O-A-C-H, Amber, A-M-B-E-R-B.com backslash journal and order your copy today. Are you friends with your body? What's your posture at work? What are your work hours? Are you sleeping? Or are you just grinding it out saying, I will take care of myself when X, Y, Z happens? I've been there. It doesn't end well. So asking yourself, are you friends with your body? And then giving yourself permission to be friends with your body today is what my hope is for you. Are you a woman who runs the world, but know you need a little support too? Listen up. Through coaching clients and pursuing my own health and ambitions, I found getting to a goal takes more than just willpower. It takes a mindset restart and learning how to adjust and not quit. In this podcast, you'll hear from women out there leading the way in momentum, and I'll be sharing impactful mindset strategies to help you get out of your own way. Whether you're on a health journey, starting your life after a big change, or trying to keep up momentum towards your passion project with all the ups and downs, this is for you. It's time to decrease the things that hold you back and increase the things that move you forward towards a life that you want. I'm Amber Bibelheimer, and this is the Momentum Restart Podcast. Do you ever feel guilty taking time out for yourself? But don't answer that the way you think you should. Be honest. All of us are going to say, no, we shouldn't feel guilty. No, I know I'm important. But do you really do it? I help new and scaling female business owners create and live the life that they dream when they started their business. And that includes taking care of themselves. And it's always the hardest thing for us. And as a mom of two, my boys are five and seven. 
I have been staying home with them since they were born. And while I've been home with them, I've also been building a business. I've also been working full-time from home while building that business and also having the expectation that I needed to look a certain way in the health and wellness industry as a former health coach. I remember there was this moment when I went from just loving my workouts and cooking and time with my kids to all of a sudden when I was health coaching, I felt so overwhelmed that I had to get my workout in. I had to film it. I had to share it on social. I had to get in time with my kids so that they didn't think I was always on my phone since starting this business. And there's this big endless task list of building a business from scratch, which I have started last year. And that list never ends. It never ends. It really never shuts off. And I remember sitting there thinking, I used to really love taking time out for myself. And now I don't feel like I can. I didn't realize I had gotten to this point last year when I recognized myself saying, I did not start my business to be chained to a computer. I started this new business, Momentum Restart, so I could make an impact and have freedom. And when I recognized that, I began to shift my mindset, have been really revamping my schedule over the last year and a half, and really rediscovered what it is that I enjoy because I think we can so easily forget sometimes when we just get on autopilot, just getting all that work done. And I went from going and having to feel like I always had to give more, give more, give more, to actually giving myself permission to be important enough to make it on my own priority list, on that top three of every day. We're talking about self-care today and how to make it happen, even when you feel guilty. But I want you to stick with me for a minute. I wish I had a different word for self-care. And even if you're saying I don't feel guilty, hear me out because it can be real sneaky how that pops up. And I really want to empower you today to end today knowing what it is that you can do today to refresh yourself and what will help you get there and really be friends with your body. The word self-care is used a lot right now, and I really wish I had a different word for it, but it's we all understand the word self-care, and I know it can have many different types of meanings. So here are the different levels of self-care I'm talking about today. The first is, I've seen a lot of this talked about on Instagram and women fighting for saying that self-care isn't just basic human needs that we need to recognize, which is true, but it is really hard. And I want to validate that. I totally understand that those basic human needs like drinking water, moving our body, getting enough sleep, bathing, getting sunlight, those are human needs, just basic human needs that we have, right? But I understand it is hard. We can get caught up in our to-do list and we can keep saying, when I get this project done, then I will do this. And when we finally do have a break, if you have kids at home with me, it's been hard because we get done. And then I feel like, oh, but I, I really need to spend time with my kids or my husband and I haven't had a date in a couple of weeks or this friend of mine hasn't seen me in a while. And we can so easily just push ourselves aside, stay up too late or 
work all day without drinking water and it happens. It's okay. It happens. We're going to talk about that today. And then I also want to talk about that next level of self-care too, which is the next level of self-care of taking time to prioritize taking care of yourself, which might look like more than just moving our body throughout the day, but also those workouts or doctor appointments, scheduling a doctor appointment. I talked to a lot of clients and I experienced this myself too. It can be hard to just make regular appointments for yourself. Get to the chiropractor when you have an ailment or a physical therapist, whoever you need to see and support your mental health with a therapist or support your emotional health with a coach or your feeling overwhelmed and you need to invest in some systems to help you to get some help in your life, uh, whether that's having someone help you out at home or with your kids, it can feel like that is the last thing you're willing to spend money on. Why is that? We're going to dig into that today. And then there's the third level about just doing things that simply just make you happy. They don't have to be a luxury. A lot of clients of mine say, I love reading and I never let myself just sit down and read. So today is going to be your permission slip to do the things that actually make you happy. One, because you can and you deserve it. You would want that for anyone else in your life. And two, it's going to make you more productive. It's going to make you more... Uh, able to give because you are filled up too. And what whatever it is that makes you happy, if it's not reading, if it's something else, we're going to dig into that. And then there's also the type of self-care that's luxurious and just self-comfort, which I'm all about too. But today we're going to talk about these three levels of self-care. My all-time favorite quote, and I say this every time in the very first module of Momentum Restart with my Accelerator students and on our first call, I always want them to remember this quote that says, I said to my body, I want to be your friend. It took a long breath and said, I've been waiting for this my whole life. Doesn't that just give you a sense of relief and a different perspective? Are you friends with your body today? If you had to answer that question right now, if we were on a call, a coaching call, and I asked that, what would you answer? You might think that the right answer is yes, so you say yes, but let's dig a little bit deeper. Are you friends with your body in the way that you feed yourself, in the way that you move your body? Even if you're getting workouts in, if you are, I have a lot of clients who are health coaches and they're very consistent in getting up early and getting their workouts in, but resting is really hard for them or listening to their body to know when they need that rest or a day off, or maybe just pushing through on certain type of workouts that are hurting their body and they need something else or they're craving something else, but they just need that permission to do something different. How about in your work, in your work life, are you friends with your body? How you, what's your posture at work? What is your, what are your work hours? Are you sleeping or are you just grinding it out saying, I will take care of myself when X, Y, Z happens? I've been there. It doesn't end well. So asking yourself, are you friends with your body? 
And then giving yourself permission to be friends with your body today is what my hope is for you. What I hear from a lot of you, and I've experienced this too, I'm going to share that with you today, is we feel guilty taking the afternoon off to nap or saying to our clients, I'm only going to be available these days for these hours instead of being available 24-7. And why do we feel guilty spending money on taking care of ourselves when we, in a minute, I would give everything to take care of my kids. My oldest needs glasses. And if you followed me on Instagram last year, I think it was almost a year and a half, I had a pair of glasses that my son had stepped on and broken and First, I scotch taped them. Then my husband glued them uh, with whatever that glue is that lasts forever. And so we're supposed to last forever. And so I was wearing broken glasses, but they kept breaking over and over. And I just kept wearing them. This was all through. This is way past 2022. At first, that was my excuse is, well, I can't go to the eye doctor. It's 2020. But Once things opened up, I definitely could. But I kept telling myself, I don't need to go and get new glasses and spend that money on myself. I need to be able to see. This is very important. And my glasses kept breaking. But when my son, last week, I took him to the eye doctor for the first time. And he, because he's been having some eye strain, and they said he needed some glasses. And I didn't even think about it. She looked at me and asked if this is something we wanted to do. And I said, yes. And we picked them out and I paid for it and I left. I didn't ask how much. I didn't care. I wanted to give him what he needed and take care of him and help him be friends with his body and not have that eye strain at the end of the day. So why was it so hard for me to buy myself glasses for that whole entire year of 2021 when in a minute I would give that to my son, Max. It's time we start treating ourselves the way that we want our kids to treat themselves when they grow up. We want them to be friends with their bodies and take care of themselves. It's time to be friends with our bodies. I really want you to think through what happens if we don't? What happens if we are not friends with our bodies? What happens if we don't make that decision today? think at the end of this year. I always vision cast my clients on our calls and say, let's look up for a minute. Where do you want to be in five years? How about the end of this year? So now let's look at the end of the year and think through, if I don't become friends with my body and give it what it needs and listen to it and honor it, what is going to happen? I had the most amazing experience recently with my friend Jennifer Seiss, who was on the podcast on season one. Definitely go listen to it. She talks all about connection. And her and I worked together to provide a mini class for tackling the summer and creating a schedule that doesn't have overwhelm and that you can really be intentional with. You can grab that uh, instant download on my Instagram at Coach Amber B, or you can also check out Jennifer Seiss um, on Instagram as well. But her and I had, we need to do a whole nother episode on this podcast again, because her and I had this amazing call sometime this winter when we were talking about mom guilt 
And I was telling her she has two sons who are in their 20s and I have two sons, five and seven. And so I love that I get to ask these questions to her. How did you handle this? How did you handle this? And I was telling her about how I had taken a job at a music school and I teach uh, two nights a week. And I don't really get to see my son, Max, on that day because he goes to school and I'm gone when he comes home and he's asleep by the time I get home. And I was starting to feel really guilty. And she was telling me that the anecdote of that guilt is connection. How can we create some connection so then I can separate and not feel that pull or feel bad about doing what I needed to do? I needed to go to work. Plus, it lights me up to teach music. I don't need to feel bad about that, but how can I build that connection? Because that's what it was that I was missing. And she had this amazing idea, which we still use today. We bought this really fun little journal. We picked out this little notebook. It has dinosaurs on it. It's hologram. And it's our special journal just for me and the boys to write in on Thursdays. It's our Thursday journal when we don't get to see each other a lot. We write each other's little notes about funny things that happen. Theirs is always seven-year-old humor, which is hilarious to me. And it's been so connecting to have this special little thing for us that it helps me be able to let go on that Thursday night. She is so wonderful and so wise. And I definitely need to have her on the podcast again to be able to talk more about this mom guilt. But I want to dig in a little bit here on the alternative. I love a Saturday morning dance jam class. Because I, like I said, I'm at home all week with the kids. I'm also running my business from home. I do have some help during the week right now. We have a nanny one day a week, but most of the time it's me. And by Saturday morning, I need a break. I need to dance and I need to sweat. I need to listen to loud music. I need to laugh. I need to see my friends at the gym. I need to cook breakfast for myself and not be in charge of anyone just for two hours and or more. Now, the alternative is I've done this before where I get to that Saturday morning and it's the first time all of us, really the whole family has been together and we've got this first morning where we don't have to run out the house. And often I would find myself saying, well, I, I'll just stay home. I'll stay home and we're going to have breakfast together. We haven't really had a breakfast together all week. It's been a busy week. But then what happens is I stay home and I'm cranky and resentful and no one has a good time. I don't know if you can relate to that. Hopefully I'm not the only one. Now, the flip side, if I take the time to give my body what I know it needs, it needs to move and de-stress and have some fun. I come home so pumped after Dance Jam on Saturdays. I get home, I miss breakfast, but I am refreshed. I am so ready to engage. I am ready for whatever the kids want to do that day. Anything sounds fun to me because I am on such a high of the dance class and that time that I needed on my own. So now we see what happens if we don't and how important it is for everyone in our lives if we do take care of ourselves and treat our body like a friend. So here are three ways for you to get that self-care in even when you feel guilty. And it's okay if you do because it's a normal feeling to have and we can work through that. The first one is that connection. Just like I mentioned 
with my friend Jennifer Seiss. If you are working through mom guilt and she is ready to support you in that and cheer you on and give you some great ideas, just finding ways to connect with your people. I love asking this question when I work with clients. I ask them, what is one thing that you haven't done in a while or one person that you haven't been able to connect with in a while that you really miss? And it's such a sweet question to hear and see people's responses and the look on their face is, and it's sometimes it's, I remember one client was telling me it was just having a phone call with her mom and someone else was saying she hadn't been on a date with her husband in a while. And another person, it was an old friend and they used to connect once a week and they haven't talked for so long. That connection, just making that a priority will help ease those guilt feelings. Plus it's going to re-energize you. Second is knowing what actually energizes you. I fully know that not everyone is going to love going to a Saturday morning dance class. You may prefer to sleep in or make a beautiful breakfast or go on a walk or do anything other than dance. Maybe that sounds like the worst thing in the world to you. But knowing what actually energizes you, who energizes you, how much time you need to actually feel recharged This is so important. We work through this in the accelerator as well. We dig through all those questions so that you have that at your fingertips. Because I think when we're so busy, or especially if you're a mom, we can forget what it is that we love and what it is that we like to do. If you've been running a business, a business baby, I call it, because you've just spent all this time getting it up and off the ground. And all of a sudden you look around and realize, what do I even like to do besides work? Think through what actually recharges you. My husband recently took a trip, uh, his first ever solo trip. I take friend trips all the time. And I've been telling him for years, go and do it. It's the best. I want you to recharge. Um, It was hard for him to do it. But now that he's done it, he's hooked and sees why it's so important to have that time. But his recharge vacation looked very different than mine. He went to Boulder. He stayed in an adventure cabin and did some really intense training, hiking, swimming for miles. He wanted to train around other uh, triathletes. And so very intense, but exactly what he wanted exactly what he loves to do. And he came back so refreshed. That sounds awful to me. It sounds so exhausting and scary and not fun. So I know for me, that would not recharge me. But going somewhere beautiful to have a fun hike with some you know, cheese and wine at the top of the mountain with a friend, that sounds fun to me. Or doing a spa day or something like that. So know what actually recharges you. And third... I hear this a lot is I don't have time. Know that little pieces of caring for yourself can be layered in with something that you already do. I was recently this winter at a conference for health coaches and I was talking with them afterwards, a group of women about using affirmations to reprogram our mind to remember that we are enough and that you are important and that you have specific character traits and life experiences and a way about you that no one else has. 
that you can bring something to the table that no one else can. And I was reminding them to use the Think Up app. But I got a lot of, I would say, pushback. And I totally understand of them saying, but I don't have time. I get up at 5 a.m. to work out. I work all day. Then I'm working on my health coaching business. I have a family. So I want you to know that adding in self-care does not mean you have to add in something extra. But if you have something that recharges you and it's something that helps you be a friend with your body, how can you layer it in to something you're already doing? Like brushing your teeth a skincare regimen, a daily walk, a drive, those things you're already doing. I listen to my Think Up app, not every day. I don't put that pressure on myself, but most days of the week, I listen to it when I put my makeup on. And there is nothing as powerful to build your confidence than getting ready for a meeting, looking at the looking in the mirror and hearing your own voice speak powerful words about who you are and what you are capable of. It's so powerful. Definitely try it. But that's an example of how you can use these self-care pieces layered in something else you're already doing. I've started taking meditation walks. I've been trying to meditate more and I always fall asleep. I know I could work on this, but this is not time when I can do this. So instead I get out and I have this 15 minute loop that I do And I listen to a meditation and what I'm doing is I'm moving my body, I'm getting sunlight, I'm seeing nature, which helps my stress levels, I'm getting fresh air, which helps my immunity, and I'm meditating, I'm working on my mindset, I'm doing five things at once, and I'm getting alone time, which is amazing. So you don't have to create these long lists of things to do, just layer in what you're already doing and add in something that's going to actually recharge you. Now I'm going to end with this to go back to that question is what happens if we don't? What's the alternative? What will it look like if you don't honor your body this year in your work, in your schedule? And then I just want to encourage you today, if this feels exciting to you or if it feels overwhelming, just pick one thing. What's one thing that you can do today in less than an hour that will give you back that permission to take care of yourself again. And then I want you to grab your phone, open up Instagram, go to Coach Amber B and DM me what it is that you're going to do to take care of you this week. I want to cheer you on. And if you need someone to give you permission, I'm ready. You are worth it. You are enough. You are important. And you are doing amazing things every day just by waking up and being you. Thank you so much for listening. If you found inspiration from today's podcast, please snap a screenshot of this and post it on Instagram so that other ambitious women just like you can find this podcast easily. Tag me at Coach Amber B. And don't forget to hit subscribe, rate, and review so that you can get access to each and every episode of the Momentum Restart Podcast. See you all next time.